The Leap Foundation proudly presents the Meet the Mentor podcast with New York Times bestselling author, motivational speaker, and celebrity dentist, Dr. Bill Dorfman. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another Meet the Mentor. I hope you like our new fancy setup with succulents, <laughs> indeed. Um, so I have a really special guest today with a really unique story. This is Jen Chek, and she is a beauty and fashion blogger who started on YouTube in 2008 and has grown and become enormous and has a very special kind of niche and market. So I'm going to let Jen tell you a little bit about herself. Um, like he said, my name is Jen and my channel is called From Head to Toe, which is just sort of like I wanted to cover all of the topics of you know, beauty, skincare, fashion, hair, makeup. I love it all and I love teaching people about it and it's become my job. So, yeah. So, how'd you get started in 2008? You're sitting at home in Kansas. Yes, this is a Midwest girl. Um, I know you look at her right away and go, oh my gosh, that's Kansas right there. Right here. But there you were in the middle of Kansas. You told me you never wore makeup till you were like 21 yeah. and you're sitting at home and you decide, okay, I want to wear makeup, but I know nothing about it. So take it away. Yeah. You know, I was just sort of freshly out of college. I'm sorry. I was just freshly out of college and I wanted to go out for internships and job interviews. And I realized I wanted to put myself together in a more professional way. And my background's in art. And so I just fell in love with beauty. So I just sort of started experimenting on my own face and thought, oh, wouldn't this be great to share it with other people? Because I'm sure there's other people like me who didn't have a hand helping them or a guide teaching them how to put on their makeup. Right. So I thought, you know, why don't I share that and be that big sister to other people that I would have loved to have when I was growing up? So you started off by doing a blog. A written blog, right? Yeah, I did. I started off with a blog. And you posted it where? Uh, it was on Blogger. It was uh, like, I think Google owns Blogspot, which now there's like WordPress and right. Blogger still exists, but it's not quite the maven that it was before. And, but and they're just free. And, and, and this was a very organic kind of growth. It wasn't like you know, you grew up in Hollywood and you had these famous parents and it's like you had some kind of in. I mean, you were just this Midwest girl sitting at home in Kansas who started this. And then all of a sudden you wake up one day and you told me you had what, like 10,000 people following you. Right? Oh, yeah, that was like I just thought that was crazy. <laughs> but of course, with my Asian parents, when I was like, Mom, I have like 10,000 people following me. She's like, I don't understand the Internet. Is that a lot? Are, are you making money? And I was like, oh, I need to work harder. Right, right. That's yeah. what parents always want to know. Like, okay, how do you monetize that? Yeah, right. right, right. So then you go from 10,000 and then you went from these written blogs to video blogs and it jumped to 100,000. Yeah. So why don't you give us kind of the evolution of how all that happened? You know, I just started posting them on my blog because I thought it'd be more helpful to have video tutorials on my makeup on my makeup and fashion and all of these different things I wanted to talk about. And then 
I didn't realize that there was a market on YouTube. I was just focused on my blog and adding supplemental content, but then the YouTube thing just kind of took off on its own journey. So in that respect, I think it's really important to, you know, try different things and find out what works for you because I would have had no idea if I didn't just say, why not? You know? So, so that one, I mean, now it's, it's grown so much. I have like about 1.2 million subscribers on YouTube. So, yeah. you know, if you're a parent sitting at home, you're like, okay, that sounds like a lot of people. How are you making money? I mean, I get going back to your mom. I mean, maybe you can explain to our listeners like how that becomes valuable, because I think in the beginning, you probably didn't think, oh, this is going to be my next career. You're thinking, you know, I'm just a girl in Kansas and I want to put on makeup and I want to share that with people. I, I don't think you ever anticipated that this would actually become a very lucrative career for you. Yeah, you? absolutely. No, I had no idea. I was actually working as a designer and I would literally drive an hour to my job, work a full day, nine to five job, drive all the way back and edit for an hour each night and go to bed at night, had like no social life. My tip that I say to people for that is if it's your dream, then having your day job shouldn't deter you from that dream. I think that you should just pursue both until it's easy to say, like, I'm going to quit my day job. I loved it so much and had so much passion for it. I gave up a lot of things and sacrifice because that was my baby. That was my love. And so I didn't get a lot of sleep for a few years. But uh, about three years after I was really, really working on it and also working my day job at the same time, posting videos, posting blogs all the time, just really trying to keep up with it and putting all of my love and energy toward it. Um, I, I came to a fork in the road where I had to make that decision and, and it kind of changed my life. So tell me what, what your life looked like at this time. You, you're working full time. You're coming home at night. Are you posting a blog every night, every other night? Like, and, and, you know, you said like you would go to the store and you would see this new hair product. Like, I wonder if that works. And you go home, and you do it on your blog to show other women how it worked. And how did you do the research? How did you know what products to use? And who filmed it? Like, did you just set up a camera and do it yourself? Or you had a friend help? Or, oh, no, everything. Oh, <laughs> at the time, I did everything. I, one man show. It was a one man show. I had my little snapshot. I think it was like a Sony camera and I would try to batch film and shoot things. Um, so on the weekends, you know, when you have a nine to five job, you right. have weekends. I no longer have exactly that kind of structure in my life, but on the weekends I would film and I would also take all of my blog photos and try to edit as much as possible. And then every day I would go to work, I would come back from work and I would just take like maybe two or three hours in every single evening and edit the photos, write the blog posts, edit wow. the videos, just doing that a little bit every single night. You know, like I said, sacrificing a little bit of sleep, sacrificing social time, and I did that for about three years. 
And did you try and put something out every day? Uh, At the time, things are a little bit different now because more of my focus is on YouTube versus my blog. But at the time, um, because my blog was my main emphasis, I was posting about every two to three days on my blog. And then the YouTube videos, I believe I was doing maybe one every couple of weeks. And then when that started really growing, then I was like, oh, I need to put a lot of more energy towards this. That, I, that's amazing. I, I try to post two things on Instagram every day and I'm like, I, but that even that's hard. And that's just <laughs> that's like, Michael's a, house. <laughs> that's just like a photo, like a before and after photo. And then, you know, I, I try and resurrect some of the old video from extreme makeover of the doctors or things where I put that on, but I, I have to be honest with you. I don't even do that anymore. I have my assistant help me, but I can't believe you did all that by yourself. Yeah, actually, I mean, now my husband helps me and I also have an editor and I have another friend who's a photographer and and sometimes we all try to coordinate and make something extra cool, but um, it's hard. How how (laughs) often are you posting things now? Now I will post one to two videos a week. Um, For Instagram, I try to post every single day. Uh, I'm wanting to get to a point where I'm posting twice a day on Instagram. I try to post some social media on Snapchat or Facebook vid- or Instagram video at least like once a day or a few times a day. It's Twitter. Twitter is another one that I try to post on daily. Um, and then the videos, every time I post a video, I also post on all of the social platforms. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of, I mean, like I always do that. So I, I'll do Instagram and I'll post a video. And then of course you just push the little button. It goes to Facebook, but it doesn't go to Twitter. Twitter just puts like the caption Then you have to go back to Twitter. So Twitter is kind of harder to do, but um, I just manually do it at the same time anyway. Oh, you do? Yeah. I just add in the Instagram link as if it did automatically. (laughs) And then I learned that when you post something on Instagram, you can't put the hashtags on right away because if that goes on Facebook at the same time, people get mad at you and they're like, where are these? So you have to post it on Instagram, then go back and then edit and add the hashtags right away or else people on Facebook get mad because you have all these hashtags on your Isn't it funny that even social media has developed it its own sense of etiquette. And like I know, what's right and wrong. but like, I'm just a dentist. How would I know this? You know what I mean? But like people literally take the time to write, why are you putting hashtags on here? I'm like, okay, okay, okay. You know, I feel the same way. There's a lot of things that happen in life where it's like, I'm just a girl from Kansas. What am I doing here? Like, how am I supposed to know these things? But you just kind of learn as you go. And I think that's a big thing about if you want to pursue something in social media, is just being really flexible and being able to just jump onto the next trend and be um, just, current. Right, yeah. right. Always be learning and always trying something new. Okay, so I'm gonna pretend like I'm your parent <laughs> and I'm gonna say, okay, Jen, this is all great. How do you make money doing this? How do you make money? Isn't that what it's, a parent would ask? It's so weird, but it's actually a question that I get asked all the time not just from like parents but like everyone everyone i feel like is just super curious um there's a few different ways natively on blogs and on youtube there are ads that you can run google ads and that's open to really anybody so 
if you are literally any kind of Joe Schmo opening up a free blog being like, oh, you know, like I want to make some money. How about I put on Google ads? And you will just based on the traffic, how many views, how many clicks mm. you get to the advertisements, you can make money that now, way. Now, do you approach Google and say, hey, put ads on my thing? Or they say, Jen has, you know, 1.5 million followers. We're going to just put these ads on and then they pay you. Literally, it's easier than that. There are little like widgets and things that you can add to the layout of the blog that already has the ads integrated. And you just sign up like with your regular Google account and anybody, literally you don't have to even like submit anything. You can just run ads because those are just more powered on like quantity versus like quality of like, Oh, you don't have to have the top blog for them to say, okay, I'll add run ads. It just works. So how do you get paid on that? Like every time somebody watches the ad, you get X amount of dollars or um, what? I think on blogs and YouTube, it's generally either based on impressions, which is how many people view it. So obviously if you have a bigger audience, you have more of an opportunity to earn more revenue that way. Or... So a lot of times it's based on clicks. If somebody clicks on that advertisement and goes to an external website, um, same with on YouTube, there are different kinds of ads. You know, I'm sure you've seen like the pre-roll ads before a video, you know, based on the number of views that gets, you can make money that way. Or an alternate way that a lot of people are making money now is through um, sponsorships and partnerships with companies especially in my field where my main topic is beauty. A lot of people are really wanting to advertise that way because, you know, if they advertise through traditional media, it's they're spending a lot of money for a very specific thing, like a commercial on TV, where yes, they have a lot of control over how that product looks, but it's not as authentic. You don't have that, feeling of like, I really trust this person, so I'm going to go out and buy that product. But that's different with like a YouTuber. Okay, so I mean, without like stepping over a line, what would you say is kind of a realistic income for somebody who's doing what you're doing? And maybe you can kind of give me a range. So just so that people have an idea and I'm not asking you to disclose what your income is, but I mean, if you said, you know, somebody that was a blogger and they had 10 million followers could probably be making this much and with 5,000, they could be making this much or, you know, to, to be really honest, it's almost impossible to say it that way because depending on the kind of channel, it has a different value in terms of advertising. Like I said, because I'm in beauty, Beauty is actually a really great field to be in because everybody wants to advertise beauty because no matter what I'm talking about, people are very keen on buying it. But if you have a comedy channel, you might be getting millions and millions of views, but because it's not such a specific market trying to buy products, right? it's harder to integrate those naturally and it's harder to have those people like want to buy something based on what they see in a comedy integration. Have you ever thought about doing things like HSM or, you know, QVC and selling beauty products, like literally selling? Like being the host? Yeah. Um, I haven't 
particularly thought about that for like being the host, but I do always have in the back of my mind and in development, you know, what is my big picture? Right. So, I mean, you like, know, do you I want to have write your own a book and I want to make my own products. Like that's definitely something that I'm interested in. I mean, yeah. one of the things that we love to do at Leap is to help people find mentors. And you're here being a mentor. I can hook you up with a really great mentor who basically takes people like you and attaches products to them. Um, they work with Walmart and Walgreen and all the big box stores. And they're always looking for people to put a face on a product. And they have product lines. And I know he works actually with Korea. He has a whole product line of facial masks and things like that. So I'll introduce you to him and see if, yeah, if there's something you could do. So <laughs> the last thing I want to ask you is, you know, if, if you're a young student watching this and you're enamored with the whole idea of, you know, of blogging and, and you know, and, and particularly in doing a, a beauty type blog, how do you get started? You know, I always say to people who ask me that, you know, don't wait for anything. Just even if you don't know how to do anything, just hit the ground running because you're still going to be further than the person who hesitated. Even if you trip and fall on your face, it's still learning and it's still growing. You learn from your mistakes better than never trying in the first place. So use whatever you have to the highest extent. So if all you have is your cell phone, then put it on the highest quality setting, use the best lighting you can find, which is the sunlight, <laughs> and just go for it. But the important thing is to really find your own personality, your own character, your own authenticity that's really going to connect and I think that's a really great point. And we talked about this before in that, you know, let's say, you know, you really don't feel comfortable in front of a camera being filmed, you know, take an acting class, you know, um, and, and, and work with your friends. I mean, you just take your cell phone and practice and watch yes. yourself. And I think, you know, for me, you know, being on TV was not something that came natural to me. But when I started doing all these different TV shows, I would go home and watch and say, oh man, I'm horrible. <laughs> you know, like, don't do this and don't do that. And you start to actually learn how to be better by watching yourself. Um, you know, uh, another thing that I think is really important is look at the content that's out there. You know, if you want to do a blog, if you want to have somebody pay attention to you, you need to give them something different. You need to give them something, you know, unique. And like you said, find your unique niche. I mean, when you look at Jen, you don't think Midwest girl, but that's what she is, you know? <laughs> and especially a lot of other women that are in your space, you know, don't have all the components that you have, and that makes you a standout. So you need to figure out like, what's your standout, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and if anybody wants to reach you, what's the best way to reach you? Um, so my business email is from head to toe at gmail.com. So anybody can reach me that way. Um, Instagram. I also have all of my social media. So Instagram, it's all the same handle, F-R-M-H-E-A-D-T-O-T-O-E. So that's Instagram, Snapchat. You can find me on Facebook, of course, my blog and YouTube. Yeah, that's awesome. 
All right. Well, that wraps this week. And next week, we'll have another great mentor for you. And Jen, thank you so much. You. You're amazing. And uh, I really look forward to introducing you, my friend. And seeing you I'm so something. excited for that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. With that, Dr. Bill, over and out. To learn more about the Leap Foundation, go to leapfoundation.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Leap Foundation, on Instagram at Leap Foundation, and on Twitter at Leap Los Angeles. Listen to the Meet the Mentor podcast with Dr. Bill Dorfman on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.